From coast to coast to coast, you're listening to Terra Informa. Welcome back to Terra Informa. My name is Elizabeth Dowdell. And I'm Amanda Rooney. And we'll be your hosts for the next 30 minutes of environmental news. Today we're talking politics and the environment, starting with headlines that cover the BC and Ontario government's recent actions on environmental issues, to the uproar caused by the proposal of a Green New Deal in the United States. Then we'll be narrowing in on very local politics by presenting two interviews with students' union presidential candidates at the University of Alberta. Tara Informers, Carter Gorzitza, and Andrea Weeb ask about under-discussed topics in campus elections, namely sustainability and the environment. And lastly, Amanda and I will be chatting about our hot takes on sustainability in general and on campus. But first, here are our environmental news headlines. So in British Columbia, the BC government has recently released their 2019 budget with some major and progressive changes. Most notable is $902 million in funding over the next three years to protect land, water, and air. Part of a clean BC plan to reduce carbon pollution 40% by the year 2030. The budget also reveals significant spending on First Nations communities and other vulnerable people. According to Finance Minister Carol James, quote, This isn't just good for the planet. It's good for people's pocketbooks, end quote as this will make living expenses cheaper and create job opportunities. In addition to the big billion on the environment, the budget will also implement the most substantial revenue sharing agreement with First Nations in BC's history. Through sharing gaming revenues, First Nations will receive approximately $3 billion over 25 years, or $300 million over the next three years. Every First Nation will be eligible for between $250,000 and $2 million each year. Visit our website for a full funding breakdown and a list of additional investment that the government will be making. While policies are not quite sparkling green with the Doug Ford government in Ontario, there is one good news story from that legislation that we'd love to share with you. Leader of the Ontario Green Party and now MP for the City of Guelph, Mike Schreiner, introduced the Green Party's first bill last Wednesday. Bill 66 introduces the Paris Galt Moraine Protection Act a conservation plan that seeks to protect hydrological and ecological features. The Paris Galt Moraine is essentially a natural filter which extends some 150 kilometers along the watershed, recharging most of the region's groundwater, which in turn supplies drinking water to about 130,000 people in Guelph and more than 200,000 people in the greater region. Guelph is one of the largest cities in Canada to rely so heavily on groundwater for drinking water. As a community, Guelph could face water shortages in the future if expected population growth and climate change collide, and water restrictions have already been put in place to limit water consumption. Additionally, the region is largely dependent on agriculture, which is itself largely dependent on water. According to Schreiner, quote, we came up with a bill and a strategy that can speak to every party. It's about the environment, but it's about public health, and it's an economical and fiscally responsible piece of legislation, end quote. If the Paris Galt Moraine isn't protected, government will have to make large investments in regional water infrastructure. So now for this week's interviews. It's campus election time around our neck of the woods, 
and this year we decided to do some coverage of the University of Alberta Students' Union presidential candidates, Akang Shabat-Nangar and Andre Bourgeois. We asked the candidates what sustainability means to them and their ideas for greater sustainability on campus. If you're a U of A student, we'll leave it to you to decide who to vote for. And if you're not a student, we hope you'll find the answers from the candidates engaging and cause you to reflect on sustainability and the environment in upcoming elections in your own region. So here's Carter Gorzitsa speaking with Akanksha Batnagar. The Students' Union is the official body that represents all undergraduate students at the University of Alberta. We're governed by our Students' Council, led by our Executive Committee, and ultimately students are the biggest decision-making body that the Students' Union supports. Uh, so hello everyone. Uh, my name's Akanksha. I'm the current Students' Union Vice President Academic and I'm running to be the next Students' Union President. Uh, I'm also a fourth year Sociology and Political Science major uh, and part of the Peter Lougheed College. So been on campus for a little bit. Uh, I've been involved with the SU for a while and overwhelmingly just like love this university, you know, so. For personally, what do you think uh, sustainability means for you as the president going forward? Uh, to me, I think sustainability means uh, a proactive solution that really lays down the social, environmental, and economic success for the students on this campus for years to come. And so in the context of the Students' Union, this means creating policies and systems that consider all of our stakeholders, uh, but also respect the diverse and very international perspectives uh, in terms of curbing food waste, to creating principles that allow for sustainable investments, and to investing in services that support sustainability. Um, so overwhelmingly, I think, Sustainability to me is just like every step, no matter how small it is, really has an impact in the grand scheme of things. And um, the more that you can do to educate yourself and the community around you about ways that you can be sustainable and make sustainable choices uh, will inherently impact all students and therefore the Students' Union. As it currently exists, how does, do you think the Students' Union kind of works into environmentalism on campus? Like where is their kind of agency, I guess? I think like right now the Students Union could do a lot more in terms of sustainable operations. So this year we were really lucky to have an, a, an executive member who really cares about sustainable operations and is in the vice president operations portfolio. So she restarted CERC, uh, which we call the Social, Environmental and Responsibility Committee. So this committee is a group of stakeholders that has students and staff on it. And they're essentially their goal is to take on projects that'll eventually uh, support the operations of the Students Union to make them more sustainable, whether that be financially or environmentally. So kind of across Canada right now, we see a lot of movement in pretty much everywhere except for Alberta mm -hmm. uh, in a movement towards divestment yes. and kind of divesting financials. I guess, first of all, why do you think that we haven't seen that at U of A? Why hasn't that been talked about, aside from people talking about how it's not talked about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That is honestly a really cool question, and I'm really happy you asked. I think it's really polarizing in the entire province of Alberta, which is why it's like almost a touchy subject to be talking about. But if you see the U of A as almost a microcosm of Alberta politics, then students are also the same way, where they're very divided uh, about divestment. And so 
Um, as president, it's not really my job to decide whether students should divest or not or whether our organization should divest or not, but it is my job to ask students what they want us to do. Uh, and as stakeholders in the Students' Union, I think all students should have a say in this. So something that the Alma Mater Society of UBC did, which is their version of their Students' Union, uh, they actually hosted a referendum where students were able to decide on whether UBC should divest from investing in uh, corporations that support fossil fuels. And in that case, if that is the case here at the U of A, if students want to see that, then 100% I think the Students' Union should support student voices in that sense. But um, ultimately, the job of the president is to represent like all 32,000 undergraduate students. And so uh, taking into all of their feedback and all of their account, if, we, if the end goal is to divest, then 100% I would support that. Awesome. I guess kind of looking at where the university is sitting right now, in the past couple of years, we've had a lot of uh, headlines and stuff about uh, budget cuts in certain mm-hmm. faculties and a lot of worries about infrastructure not being um, up to par. And we have a lot of uh, repairs to do on a lot of buildings everywhere. Yeah. And including uh, the Students' Union has been talking a lot about it with the student levy going forward and stuff like that and mm-hmm. those ideas kind of being talked about. How does the infrastructure at U of A fit into what you see as a sustainable U of A? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. <laughs> Going forward, I think like deferred maintenance, like you were talking about, the bill is like $1 billion at the UVA. Like it is unfathomable how large that amount is. But I think uh, if there was a levy, which there won't be in this upcoming election, but if in the future students do want to see uh, a way that we can upgrade our spaces, that there is for sure a way for us to integrate more sustainable uh, ways of creating those spaces in the future. So whether that be through purchasing uh, couches and Uh, tables that are made from biodegradable resources or whether they're made from, I guess, like more, um, I don't want to use the word sustainable, but basically like Mm -hmm. better quality, I guess, um, is important because we don't want to be going into spaces and renovating them every five years and replacing the furniture, replacing the outlets because they uh, don't work. I think if we are going to be investing in products that are higher quality, um, the space will be better utilized for a longer time. And I think with deferred maintenance falls at the University of Alberta, I know that their focus won't be sustainability. It'll be like, how do we fix plumbing in these Mm -hmm. buildings? And so those have like big impacts on what the university looks like. And uh, currently actually the U of A, I would argue like the worst pollutant is utilities. Um, But the U of A does a really good job of carbon neutralizing all of their operations um, with their power plant and the way that we work our energy system. So although that is a priority for us, I know that in the deferred maintenance file, like upgrading buildings, um, like adding ramps to certain buildings or adding hot water to some buildings, Mm -hmm. um, although as a priority, sustainability won't be an argument there just because they're trying to fix like the most basic things. Uh, So if we do want to make our spaces on campus more accessible and more sustainable, uh, it is going to take someone with the vision to push that forward and the vision to like uh, make these issues important and provide strong arguments for them. I guess kind of for you, not necessarily for your term going forward, but kind mm-hmm. of looking in the next 50 years for the university, yeah. what do you see the university's uh, capacity being like going along with the IC- IPCC report that's saying we have yeah. to be like <laughs> practically carbon neutral in like 12 yeah. years? I can't. I guess, like, where does the U of A fit into that? And kind of, especially looking at our like geopolitical climate mm-hmm. here, like, what what does that look like? I think the university is getting there. 
Uh, they just definitely need like the largest stakeholder, aka students, on this campus to be pushing them to achieve these goals. And so they're inherently self-motivated to be making these changes because I think a lot of people at the university uh, or in universities in general understand the implications of climate change that are good, like that are going to happen. Um, so there is a little bit of inherent motivation there, but to sort of push it over the edge because I think it's one thing to say like we should meet the standard, but it's another thing to be achieving like beyond the standard. And I think that should be how far we're pushing our university. We should be telling them to be better than the standard, not just meet the status quo. And so in doing that, I think the Students' Union has a large role to play in the way that we advocate to our university. And by us making those sort of sustainable changes within our organization, uh, it'll be a great way for us to be leaders in terms of sustainability on campus. And so hopefully the university will look to us uh, when they're making sustainable decisions because they'll want to be the gold standard that we set for this campus. So. In reference to this upcoming uh, campaign season, why do you think environment, environmentalists at the university should vote for you um, specifically as president coming forward? I think in the past there hasn't been presidents with a clear vision of how the students' union can be more sustainable, uh, both economically and environmentally. And so people who do really care about sustainable operations should vote for me as president because I will be the only president who will be discussing these issues, uh, whether it be in my platform, but also I've been an advocate for this since my first year on campus, whether it be through very small things like getting every faculty association to start using the Reasonable Dish program, whether it be like going paperless at our meetings. I think it's like really small things like that that truly matter and having the support of the students union and all students behind me as president uh, it'll be easier to, for us to make our operation more sustainable uh, when student forces are backing this movement cool that was carter gorzitza speaking with akanksha batnagar a university of alberta student union presidential candidate and now here's andrea weave speaking with the other presidential candidate andre bourgeois My name's Andre Bourgeois. I am a six-year student. I study sociology and psychology. I've been uh, with the Students' Union since my first year on university. Uh, and yeah, I've done a whole bunch of different things with the SU, whether that's volunteering, working for the SU, and now I do stuff in governance. So, What's been your experience so far in student politics? Um, yeah, so I got involved in student government this year as the VP Student Life. And big part of my role this year has been really focusing on student mental health, uh, campus safety and security, and, uh, and really residents associations, a lot of uh, work with residents. So. Well, I guess we'll just get right into it. Like, what does sustainability mean to you? Sustainability to me is, I mean, broadly about finding ways to reduce our impact on the environment, on the globe, and changing the way that we interact with resources and energy systems to try to promote a much more sustainable earth. As it currently sits, what's the university's role in environmental and sustainability efforts on campus? I think there's a few roles that the university plays in sustainability. First, I would say we're a research-heavy university, so a lot of faculties and students are studying ways to be more sustainable. Um, whether that's energy systems, whether that's uh, changing the way that we uh, engineer products and, um, and even the agriculture, life, and environmental sciences, all of the research that goes into there. But I think also internally the university plays a role in sustainability 
through their energy management systems, the facilities and operations has a whole swath of initiatives that are reducing the impact on the environment. Um, well, I guess maybe could you just tell us a little bit about um, some of the focuses of your platform? I would say that my platform is focused on three major things, improving student mental health, preserving and advocating for the affordability of education. Mm -hmm. And third, I would say it's about the transparency, openness and responsibility of the students union, whether that be in our operations or in our executives. How sustainability factors into that. Students, I think, expect that their students union, when we're charging them a membership fee and when they're buying into the organization that we are being responsible with their resources and I think that more and more students are starting to demand that we're also pursuing options and channels that make a more sustainable students union. So we're seeing things like that in our daily grind operation where we now have fully recyclable and compostable cups. You see that through Sustain SU where students are paying for a service that promotes a healthier earth and community gardens and mm -hmm. reusable dishes. So. I think that those things are really good initiatives. In October, there was the IPCC special report release that told us um, all sorts of truths about a lot of people are feeling a sense of urgency since that, since that report. And so I'm wondering what you think the university's role is in responding to that particular report. I mean, I think that promoting sustainability really comes down to the grassroots level organization and mobilization of people to promote sustainable initiatives, looking at things like having a bike library on campus, promoting more uh, active healthy transport and individual decisions that people can make that reduce their impact on the environment. But I think that when you look at the university and their role, they really are, people look at the university for solutions to large global problems because people are getting educated here, they're studying these things. So I think that the the university used to have the Office of Sustainability, right? And then they got rid of it. That's correct, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it when you look at something like the university getting rid of their Office of Sustainability and the justification they gave is that they wanted, I believe, to integrate it into their entire system of the university. So looking at things like going paperless in your classroom documents, those are little steps that the university can take to advance sustainability. Their new waste management program is really good and helps separate and promote more compost and even their uh, support of community gardens and things like that. I think those are really good, but another part of the role of the university is to promote that research and innovation that leads to broader structural changes. Because I think that any kind of microcosm of change that the university can promote on our campus is really uh, minimal compared to the deeper systemic problems that lead to environmental crises. So yeah. finding ways to uh, promote and advance research in agriculture, which is the largest usage of water, or things like improving or even getting out and divesting out of things like the oil sands and into things like sustainable renewable energies. Yeah, that's great. Actually, that's one of the questions that I was going to ask you next was about divestment, because it's become such a big uh, movement across Canada, but Alberta has been kind of lagging behind in, in the, the divestment movement. So I was wondering if you would support that on campus or what your thoughts were on that? I think that if you look at a lot of the other global energy systems, they're already beginning to divest like behind the scenes. Like 
that shift I think is already starting. And if the university doesn't begin promoting more alternative energies, divesting out of the oil industries, which will undoubtedly affect the amount of donors that want to contribute to the university because you see companies like Suncor promoting huge uh, job opportunities for students. And I think that a lot of the times those co-op opportunities are now looking towards renewable energies, and that's a lot of the work that's being done in engineering right now. But overall, there needs to be a shift out of oil. Whether it's uh, now or later, I say rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> um, another question is, um, what kind of agency do you think the student union has with reference to environmental efforts? Like, what kind of power to like, uh, influence or change does the student union have? I think really the role of the students union is to listen to what students want in terms of sustainability and then follow through with those things. So it's not really my place to tell students how uh, we should be advancing sustainability. It's my role as a student representative to listen to the things that students want to see on campus and then make sure that those things can happen. So if the students want to see us go paperless, then we should look at going paperless. And if the students want to see more sustainable forms of waste or any kinds of the operations that we do with the Sustain SU. But the Students Union's role is also to make students aware of those things and how we can help our student body be more sustainable. So I like that the Students Union does things like promoting the reusable dish program for student groups where you can rent out reusable dishes and not have to worry about washing them or dealing with anything. So increasing and expanding the amount of outreach that we're already doing to support campus sustainability and also responding and being reflexes to the changing needs and demands of students. Just why, why do you think that environmentalists or environmentally conscious students on campus uh, should vote for you for, at the SU election? So I think that if you're an environmentally conscious student and you're thinking of voting for me in the election, the biggest factor to consider is that I've been with the Students Union at nearly every single level of involvement, whether that's a volunteer, a senior volunteer, I've worked with the Students Union, and I have a very deep, rich understanding of the operations of the Students Union. And a big part of the role of the president is going to be to support all of the portfolios of the vice presidents, help them advance their priorities. And... Being successful in that endeavor means having a very deep understanding of the Students' Union and I being able to identify ways in which we can be more sustainable in all of our projects. So I think that's the largest factor is just my experience, my knowledge of the SU, and how I can advance student priorities through that understanding. Cool. volunteer here with Terra Informa. I'd like to think we're both environmentalists. Uh, let's talk about what sustainability means to us. Do you, do you have a personal definition of sustainability? Yeah, so I think sustainability is a really very difficult term because it can mean so many different things. When you think of sustainability, for me at least, I think of what I was taught in school. You know, there's three pillars of sustainability. There's the economic, the social, and the environmental, and you need all three of those things 
to work together in order to achieve sustainability. Um, but it's a really complex topic. What do you think of sustainability? Uh, I'd agree. I used to love it, was on board with it. Let's be sustainable. Uh, and now I kind of maybe I'm a little cynical or feel like it's co-opted a little bit that there's there's economic sustainability that can be weak or strong. Uh, there's the idea of a sustainable business might mean that it's returning a profit every year instead of doing anything about the environment. It's this vague word that isn't even like what does it even mean at that point? Yeah, it definitely depends on the context. The term sustainability has been a victim of greenwashing. Um, where it, you know it's just a buzzword and you hear it and you're like okay it's like good it's it's safe then it's um, <laughs> <laughs> socially like acceptable. I can buy this thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what I do like, and I think you make that great point that when it's defined well, it can be useful and it can be powerful. And in our interviews with the presidential candidates, I think they do a pretty good job of defining what they mean by sustainability. Uh, and something that comes up is sort of the economic side of it. So you did some work on sustainable financial options and a big environmental sustainable and economic sustainable step universities can take. Do you want to tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so something that uh, a couple of us took on as a project was looking into the divestment movement, specifically on campus divestment movements. So divestment is essentially uninvestment. So universities make investments in industries and then a return is made on that money and that is how they sustain themselves at least partially financially. So divestment is uninvesting in things that are socially unacceptable. For example, um, in the 1980s and even today there's divestment from South Africa in the 1980s when apartheid was going on. And then more today, a divestment from uh, Israeli products to protest the occupation in Palestine. So we are talking about divestment from fossil fuel holdings. So uninvesting money that is being made off of the fossil fuel industry. Like, what was your project? What were you doing? What were you looking at? Who's, who's divesting? Initially, we were just kind of looking at this greater big movement of divestment. And we found that some really notable institutions have divested from fossil fuels, including New York City, the Guardian Media Corporation, um, the Rockefeller Brothers, uh, other charitable foundations, and um, the World Institute of Churches has divested, pension fund companies. Okay, so when you looked at the university... Uh, of Alberta, that is, you you talked about maybe forming a club or maybe taking the lead on that divestment movement. Is that something you would push for the university to look at? Like, I do think the conversation needs to be had. I don't think we're having this conversation. It was, like, a little bit disappointing to think about and realize how different our political climate is here. One of Climate Justice Edmonton's main people, Emma Jackson, she made a post about like why it's important to like think about our like ties to fossil fuels and like consider what a just transition might look like in the future in, in order to kind of curtail some of the worst impacts of climate change and there's just like such a huge negative response which kind of shakes me a little bit i think that was the most disappointing thing about thinking about divestment is the the potential pushback that would come from just like being situated in Alberta. Yeah, thanks for talking to me today, Amanda, for sharing what you, well, for defining divestment for us. 
um, for sharing your thoughts on sustainability and environmentalism. They are kind of a hot topic. It's like our, our candidates for president, for SU president said, uh, it comes from, you know, students or it comes from the public. So if there isn't that voice, there's no one, you know, no one to counter what might be the status quo with some hot takes. But I think we need to talk about them. Mm-hmm. So. so get out there and have your hot takes. <laughs> Uh, So that's all the time we have for this week. To hear more stories and conversations like the one we had today, visit our website at terrainforma.ca, subscribe on iTunes, and follow us on Spotify. Terra Informa is a production of CJSR 88.5 FM, located in Edmonton, Alberta, which is part of Treaty 6 territory, the historic territory of Cree, Métis, Blackfoot, Diné, and many other First Peoples who continue to live and gather here, and who continue to influence the stories we make and our understanding of the land around us. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email to terra at cjsr.com or tweet it at Terra Informa. A big thank you to our contributors this week, Hannah Cunningham, Carter Grozitza, Andrea Weeb, and Dylan Hall. We've been your hosts, Amanda Rooney, and Elizabeth Dowdell. Thanks for tuning in and catch you next week right here on Terra Informa.